So, Beacon Church, welcome to our new church on the sofa, home church, whatever you want to call it. You might be sitting somewhere else in your house. Um, here we are, it's a new way of doing things, and I just trust you are going to embrace this for what it is, I'm sure you will. But uh, let's, do, let's just be intentional in that, let's um, make the most of what this is. God is presenting us with a new opportunity in a new context. Let's, um, let's see what he does with it. Um, this is going to be the new format for however many weeks it's going to be. Um, there'll be one of us to introduce um, the speaker. There'll be some time of teaching and then whoever's hosting hosting will come back to uh, help us know what to do next when it comes to prayer and worship and so on and so forth. So it's my turn this week. Um, and I just want to introduce our friend Carl. Many of you will know him. He leads our New Frontiers Church out in Tenterden, a church on the wheels. He's been a really good friend of mine personally, but many others of us for many, many years. He's a guy with a great um, a great uh, gift when it comes to uh, healing and evangelism, um, but also he's just very honest as well. Uh, let's just um, sit, sit back, grab your cuppa, let's listen to what Carl has to say, and then you'll see my face in a short while uh, as we chew over what to do next about it. So uh, here we go, over to Carl. Well, hello Herne Bay, and uh, just want to begin by extending you a very warm welcome from uh, uh, from Church on the Weald and uh, from uh, uh, not quite so sunny Biddenden at the moment, but uh, uh, in what are quite um, unique and I guess unprecedented circumstances, uh, you know, where I was hoping to be with you in person today and obviously couldn't be um, given the various kind of changes and challenges um, uh, with what's happening around the in the world around us, and, and, and yet here I am um, about to talk to you or address you on the whole subject of uh, healing. So, um, so yeah, an interesting time and uh, an interesting subject. You know, this is a, a subject that uh, uh, can be challenging um, as well as encouraging for us, um, both as um, uh, uh, those who are, are receiving healing um, and maybe or living in, in with a condition, something where we're crying out to God and not seeing. Um, healing at all and yet on the other hand um, also as those who uh, pray for the sick um, this can be challenging too because we may um, have prayed for the sick on numerous occasions and not see them get well and uh, that can knock our confidence it can knock our um, knock our, our faith at times and so it's, it's a challenging subject on, 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 on kind of both both senses um, but at the same time you know if we really understand what, what God is saying and, and, and what the Bible says um, about healing it should encourage us it should build faith um, it should move us forwards and, and we need to understand that we'll, we'll, we live in that kind of tension um, of the now and not yet which we'll look at in a moment so in the next 15 minutes my, my hope is is to um, take you through uh, you know this subject look at some of the kind of uh, biblical reasons why um, there is uh, sickness in the world we'll look at kind of how God uh, responds to each one of those um, and uh, therefore then what our response should be um, as Christians and, uh, and also you know to, to, to understand that uh, uh, you know that there are many great things that are happening in in the world around us you know we see uh, uh, so many instances of, of uh, healing I mean uh, Pam and I um, you know ourselves we have the privilege of laying hands on the sick and um, seeing uh, deaf people here and um, you know backs get healed shoulders get healed we've uh, been in worship meetings where someone's just come up and just said God's just healed me you know in the, in the, in the middle of worship it's not about you know me or, or, or Pam or, or any one individual you know it's, it's about God and, and what he's doing and and so you know that's great but we, we've been in that present you know you know in the presence of God in, in that way which has been fantastic but similarly 
um, we've challenged. I remember, uh, or we've been challenged. You know, I, I, I've I've been um, uh, in various places, church planting. Uh, one of the places we lived in was the Peak District, and uh, when I was in um, Buxton, we. Uh, would would often go down to the water fountain um, that there's like just outside where where the Buxton kind of water um, uh, kind of plant is um, that they that they allow um, just it comes up on tap um, and so you can just go and fill bottles up or anything else if you if you live locally and people travel for miles around just to kind of pick up uh, bottles and bot bot bottles of, of free Buxton mineral water and uh, I, I felt God say to me very clearly one one morning just just go to the, the fountain and hang around and, and uh, he was going to do something so I, I went quite uh, obediently and I'm stood there and it's a really quiet day and there's no one really around and then just out of um, the, the, the corner of my kind of view I, I spot this guy walking with a with a white cane uh, and clearly unseeing and, um, and and he's just slowly making his way um, across and I felt the prod of the Holy Spirit I felt him say you, you, you know there you go go and pray and I wrestled. I, 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 I was just like, Lord, no, I, I, I don't know how to do this. How do I, uh, you know, how do I approach this guy? What, what if people think I'm praying on him, you know, in, in, in the wrong sense? What, what if? And I was going through all these what ifs, but God, no, no, no. And what if he doesn't get healed? And what if he's, and, and, and this guy is just slowly making his way um, across my kind of line of sight as I'm, as I'm wrestling with God and as I'm arguing with God. And, uh, and we went backwards and forwards like this until in the end he just disappeared from view. And as he disappeared from view, um, I, I felt God say, mm, "Go home now," you know. <laughs> and I went home, and I was dejected, and I felt low, and I just I felt awful. I felt I'd let God down. I felt like I let this guy down, you know. I felt I'd, I'd lost a, an opportunity for a great story, all that stuff. And it was many years before I got the opportunity again to uh, um, to pray someone uh, pray for someone who who'd lost their sight, and uh, uh, and 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 again I, I prayed for them, and, and nothing did happen. <laughs> I'm always like, look, see God, you know, and, it's, and 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 then I felt God say, then you know, it's not dependent on 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 me, you know, it's dependent on Him, and uh, so uh, you know, I, I'm I'm merely a vessel, I'm merely uh, you know, a minister of His grace and His mercy, and so I I, I needed to learn, um, you know, now please understand, you know, that's not, um, you know, He's not not healing people to teach me a lesson, but through um, God doing whatever He's doing, He's teaching me. Um, and so just just understanding that and, and and that was really important for me to, to to understand but actually it wasn't dependent on me it really wasn't and, and i put so much on how i would feel and how i would look rather than actually genuinely just wanting the individual to be healed and to be obedient to god um and and just to to, to let god be god and do things in his own way and so you know, you know i was led to that place i thought i should have been obedient so so I learned, um, you know, and God's a God of grace, you know, he doesn't beat people up and, you know, so, 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 so that's great. And here I am talking to you um, today on healing. So, um, the, you know, so, that's it. But so for many of us as Christians, we have experiences where we've prayed. Um, we've maybe got knocked back. We've maybe not seen the fruit that we wanted to see. Um, we're crying out for loved ones who are unwell. Um, uh, God's not healing there. I mean, we live with that tension in our family all the time. You know, Pam um, living with a chronic illness. Um, you know, many, many weeks sometimes in bed, um, you, you know, and I become a carer. And, and, and what does that look like um, whilst I'm kind of, kind of you know, trying to lead, um, you know, people and, and lead yourself in, 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 into a place of crying out for healing? Well, what I need to do is understand what Scripture says on healing. And, and, and you know, and Scripture is very clear, you know, it, it talks about, you know, a number of causes for healing. Um, you know, it, it then looks at different kind of solutions um, uh, to that. Um, and, uh, you know, the danger is um, often 
often we see you know around us you know some great things happen somebody prays praying it's praised in a particular way maybe you know there's a huge amount of faith in the room they had a lot of faith or whatever and, and so therefore a, a methodology emerges that is say well actually you know if we just have the right level of faith um then then we would we would see more people healed and and so therefore then the methodology becomes the theology um i want to kind of push back against that a little bit and just kind of say well actually i, I don't see that from scripture um uh, you, you know paul lived with a, a thorn in his flesh um, he, he said to Timothy, didn't he, you know, take a little wine um, for your stomach. He didn't say, Timothy, you know, improve your faith, man, um, you know, for your stomach condition. He said, take a little wine. Um, I mean, you know, what great advice. I'd love my doctor to be saying that to me, you know, come with your stomach issues. You know, just drink a bit more wine, mate. You know, <laughs> it'd be it'd be great. But, you know, but it's just, it, it, here was Paul um, uh, looking at advice of the day. You know, Luke was a, a physician and, and, and he writes two books of the Bible, you know, Luke and Acts. And, uh, and you know, and he, he writes many accounts of healing, but he was a physician. So you know god isn't anti-doctors he doesn't see it as, as, as you know a lack of faith um, a, a medicine isn't it and we need to understand that whether it is a mental illness or physical illness you know mental illness is is no different to physical illness it can have its roots in the spiritual emotional physiological chemical um and so you know there may be different solutions Me medicine or tablets you know may be the best solution um you, you know for for for, for a, a mental um illness condition in the same way as a physical illness condition but it might be prayer that's needed it might be you know it, it, it might be counseling that's needed and so we need to be sensitive and, uh, and and understand all of this overarching all of that obviously there is the fact that god can just break in and and perform a miracle so what causes sickness um, i mean we, we see you know in in psalm um, 32 let's just look at that very quickly um so in in, in psalm 32 um you know we see so i should have had this ready shouldn't i but there we go um so treating it like a sunday morning and uh, and then we'll run out of time that's what will happen so um but uh, in in psalm 32 um and uh you know it, it, it's 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 um uh, you know the, the, the psalmist here is saying you know, how blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven whose sin is covered how blessed is the man uh, to whom the lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit when i kept silent about my sin my body wasted away through my groaning all day long for day and night thy hand was heavy upon me my vitality was drained away as with the fever of heat of summer and then I acknowledged my sin to thee and my iniquity I did not hide. I said I will confess my transgression to the Lord and thou didst forgive my, um, uh, you know, forgive me my guilt and my sin. And there's this sense that actually sin itself, you know, it, 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 when, when, when we're living in sin, when, when uh, you, you know, sometimes it's linked. So, so you know, uh, it, uh, there's a direct link to um, sickness and our sin. We see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, don't we, where, where um, you know, they're, 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 they're sharing the communion cup and uh, and actually that they fall sick the church falls sick because um you know that there is sin there's unforgiveness amongst them and so we need to understand that but we also need to be very very careful when uh, you know handling people that we're not saying therefore then you know because some people say well I, I what have i done to deserve this or i must have been a horrible person um you, you know and they start looking at all the things they may have done wrong to have offended god because you know that, that they've got some illness or another so it's not saying that, that you know all sickness is linked to um you know our, our individual sin but sometimes it can be and and so we need to understand that so, so occasionally within the church if there's there's an outbreak of sickness you know that what we are praying and saying okay are there any weak spots you know have we taken communion together so i teach into this every time we have communion um guys if, if you're if you're out of relationship and you're not choosing to resolve it or you're not in relationship with christ then, then allow the cup to pass you by that's absolutely fine i think you know in, in doing so um we're not acting sinfully as, as, as we come to take communion together um so that's really important the second thing is is sin in general so we we, we um
um, you know, we're, we're living post the fall. So, you know, the fall, um, uh, you, you know, brought sin um, into the world that we live with fallen bodies. Therefore, our, our, our genetics are, 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 you know, are not as good as they should be. Um, and God said there would be sweat and tears. Um, you know, he said there would be pain in, 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 in childbirth. He said thorns and thistles would grow up. Um, and, and so therefore we're introduced to the whole thing of sickness, suffering and death. Um, you know, which is in direct contrast to what's to come in Revelation, uh, you know, Revelation 20, 21, um, where we see no more pain, no more sickness, no more death, no, no, you know, no more tears, you know, so, 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 so Christ puts to death, death, um, and he puts to death the consequences of, 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 of sin, but we're still living in, 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 in that sense of the now and the not yet, we've got a future hope. Um, in God, you know, that we will one day be free from sickness and, 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 and death and all of these things. Um, but we're, we're having to live in that tension that we're not quite there yet. But we see instances of that breaking in. So the fall is another cause. Um, Satan himself. So Luke um, 13 verse 10, um, you know, there's a, there's a lady there, um, uh, you, you know, and she has a medical condition. She's been bent over for 18 years. Um, and Jesus says this one's caused by a spirit. And so we'll, we see that, you know, not every time, but, uh, you know, often when Jesus would encounter sickness, he would cast demons out. Um, other times he would just heal them of their sickness. Um, you know, we, we, we see the guy at the gate beautiful. Um, uh, you know, Peter and John, you know, gold and silver we do not have, but what we do have, we give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. And the guy stands up and walks, you know, he, he wasn't expecting it, you know, um, and, uh, you, you know, he wasn't expecting that. And so, you know, you, you've got that kind of, um, uh, you, you, you know, that sense of, of, of just, he was sick, God made him well. You know, they, they didn't seem to be that looking for a root cause, God just healed. And, and so, you know, what we see is therefore then there are differing methodologies um, that come out in response to these things. Um, you, you know, if you've got a, a sense of, um, uh, you, you know, the healing, we, we you know, the one, wanting to see healing, we say oh, sometimes it's directly linked to our faith, um, you know, of either the healer or the one to be healed. You know, eight, Luke 18, um, verse 35, you know, Bartimaeus receives his sight and Jesus says to him, your faith has made you well. Um, you, you know, and uh, you've got Luke um, uh, 8, verse 40, where, you know, you've got the lady with the bleeding, um, you know, and she just touches, um, uh, you know, Jesus' cape. And, and, you know, it's her faith that's made, um, you, you, you know, her, her, her well, you, you know. Um, sometimes there's this whole thing of maybe what, what, what we need is a better atmosphere as well for healing, you know, having healing rallies or healing meetings. Um, so not only do we, we need faith in the individual who, who, who wants to get well, but also um, we need the correct, correct atmosphere. Um, and, uh, you, you know, Mark chapter 1, verse 45, there was so much happening. Jesus was doing all these things. You know, the crowds were gathered. They were expectant. And there must have been huge faith kind of going on. And so we say, well, actually, you know, you, you, it's faith that we're after. Um, but for both of those, what do we do then with something like Mark chapter 3, verses 1 to 6? So you, you look at Mark chapter 3, um, and, uh, and, and Jesus heals on the Sabbath. And it says, he entered again into the synagogue. And a man was there with a withered hand, and they were watching him to see if he would heal on the Sabbath, in order that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, rise and come forward. And he said to them, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they kept silent. And after looking around them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. 
and he stretched it out and his hand was restored. And the Pharisees went out immediately and began to take counsel um, with the Herodians as to how they might destroy him. And so you have this sense here that there's a man with a withered hand um, and it was a trap. There was no there was no faith. There was no sense that God was going to, you know, expectancy. Um, you know, and even Jesus was angry. You know, it says that, you know, he, he stood down. He was he was angry. He was frustrated, um, you know, and yet there's still healing. So, you know, that's got to be the worst healing meeting ever. If you want to talk about kind of faith and expectation, um, you know, the only expectation was if he does this, we're going to then find a way to kill him. You know, and then they go off and try and work that out. You know, they, they just didn't learn these guys, did they? And, um, you, you know, that's why you see, um, you, you know, particularly with um, you had the Pharisees and then you had the Sadducees, you know, who were without Jesus. So they were very sad, you see. Um, oh, sorry, that's not needed. Um, then, you know, it, it's, you know, you can ask the question, well, maybe you need a healing ministry. You, you know, do you need to be a healer? Um, you know, and yes and no. You know, there is the promise that we can all do the works that Jesus did and greater works. But and that's for all of us. That's not for, um, you know, odd, odd, odd individuals. We know that there's a gift of healing that's giving. Um, you know, we read that, um, you know, in, in, in Corinthians. Um, but, uh, but you know, but also we know that signs and wonders accompany the gospel. So in evangelistic context, we ought to see a little more. Um, but, you know, and, and in 1 Corinthians 12 verses 4 onwards, it's interesting that we see that the gift of faith is separate to the gift of healing. So some have a gift of faith, some have a gift of healing. So here's the question. Can you have a gift of healing without the gift of faith? Well, if it's God who gives the gifts and, and, and we're merely conduits, I think so often we, we see ourselves when we talk about being filled with Holy Spirit. Um, you know, sometimes the language is, 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 is wrong. You know, the sense was be filled and go on being filled like a sail. You know, now, now a sail on a ship is designed to catch the direction of the wind. But it doesn't actually catch the wind. You, you know, you don't you don't put it in a jar. You don't put it in a pot and then get it out for later. Um, you know, and so often we talk about us being leaky vessels, like we fill up with water and then we kind of carry a bit of God around. And that's we go from meeting to meeting, saying, well, actually, you know, if we can get so refreshed on Sunday that we might just about make it through to Wednesday to life group, and then we can be tanked up and go again. And we're meant to be like cells. We, 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 you know, you can't contain it. It, it. It's gone at the same time it's there. And so we're more conduits. You know, if you think of yourself like a pipe rather than rather than a cup, um, you know, we're conduits of Holy Spirit. You know, that the, the receiver or the recipient of the gift of healing is the person being healed, not the one doing the healing. And, and, and we need to understand that. You know, it's not about me. I, you know, I, I don't want to be the healer. You know, my heart ought to be that I want that person healed. And if I want that person to be healed, God, if you're going to use me or whoever as a channel you know, of your grace and mercy to that person, then please do it. Please do it. Please heal that person. And so for you and me, that's the challenge. That's, you know, is, is actually, are we willing to be conduits? Are we willing for someone to get healed without us taking any credit or glory? That's a challenge for us. That's a, that, that, that is a real question maybe to ask ourselves afterwards, because I had to be challenged in that. You know, am I praying for healing because I want more stories? Am I praying for it? It's not that I don't, I'm not moved by people's, uh, you know, moved with compassion by, by people's stories. But, but is there something of me in this? Um, you know, that, 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 that's a pride thing. Well, when God puts to death that, it allows you, you, know, you allow God to really put that to death. And you realise I'm nothing but a piece of pipe. <laughs> I'm a conduit, the grace of God. So, so actually the healing is all about that person there. It's nothing to do with me. Um, you know, then the, 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 the Lord, just let me be a conduit. Please let me be a conduit. That means I need to continually, continually be open to your flow. So wherever I go, Holy Spirit, just, just use me. Help me glorify you in, in all I say and all I do especially now in, in the current climate, you know, I, I want to be a channel of mercy and grace 
wherever I go. So, so it's not about it's not about healing ministry. You, you know, you know. Some people say is it directly understand. You know, he's healing directly under, linked to our understanding. Um, you know, if, if we're taught correctly, we we can heal. Um, you, you know, all healing happened at the cross, Isaiah fifty three. By stripes we are healed. But 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 you know, I really have to land that that's about spiritual healing. You know, by his stripes, you know, we're spiritually healed. I don't think all all healing is there because because I I, I think you know we've got a varied understanding. You know, I think what we need to understand is from scripture, you know, that there isn't a methodology um, for, for, for healing. There's a theology, um, you, you know, the, the, the lame beggar, as we've, we've alluded to in Acts chapter three, you know, he wanted money. He didn't want anything out. He wanted money. He had no faith. He wasn't looking for healing. He, he said, you know, give some cash. And they said, you know, gold and silver we do not have, but what we, what we do have, we give to you. And maybe the guy was thinking, oh, great, they've got watches or, or platinum or, or not gold and silver. They've got something else, you know, that they might give me. Maybe they give me a bit of food, you know. That's the thing. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ, now you have to stand up and walk. Uh, and what were they? They were vessels. They were conduits at that point that they gave out what, 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 what was flowing through them. That, they, you know, they directed the flow to this guy. And all of a sudden he stands up and walks. He wasn't expecting anything. And we need to understand that, you know, and he received something absolutely wonderful. You know, Paul talked of a thorn in his flesh, um, you, you know, and, and you know, we see this. So, so you know, it, 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 here's the thing, you know, we, we can resist the devil. We can cast out demons, you know, and so because they're all in scripture, um, you know, and, and here's the thing, you know, which one's correct? All of them? None of them? You know, what, what I, I think, you know, the first thing we need to say, a couple of things, and, you know, I will land this. Um, but firstly, we need to say, you know, we honour faith. You know, God honours faith and he often rewards it. So there might be a methodology emerging, but there is a faith in him, the healer, and a heart to see people healed. And so he honours it. That doesn't mean that that methodology becomes our theology. What we're doing, you know, and, and so we don't. We should never rubbish anything that God is doing. You know, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't look at things and go, well, that's rubbish because they got the theology a bit squiffy. I mean, I mean, you know, you look at someone like Smith Wigglesworth. Um, you know, people used to to roll around the aisles in laughter at him. You know, he 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 couldn't see properly. He needed glasses to be able to, to, to be able to read. I mean, he needed the grace of God to be able to help him to read in the first place. His daughter was deaf. He used to yell for his daughter, um, you know, to try and get her attention so she could help him find his glasses. He couldn't see. She wasn't looking at him. He's yelling out, "Halos, halos!" on this platform. She's just staring off at the wall somewhere. Um, and 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 the crowds are laughing. You know, here's this is this blind man with, with you know, blind dish man with a de with a deaf daughter um and he's got this healing ministry and they thought it was hysterical and then limbs would grow and 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 babies would be completely healed and cancers would go and and all sorts of things and you suddenly realize it's not about the healer uh, 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 it's, it's about the one who heals and we have to live in that tension of the now and not yet you you, you can see tremendous healing and yet you yourself could be living with with tremendous difficulty um, uh, and that's hard. But we shouldn't let our difficulties or our challenges stunt what God is going to do because our faith gets stunted because we, we don't believe in. So I will still pray for the sick, even though our family can wrestle a lot of times with sickness. It doesn't mean I stop praying um, for the sick because God could be a conduit. And, and what he's choosing to do with my family is not the same as maybe he's choosing to do with someone else. But God is God and I have to trust him in that. So I have to go back to the word of God continually and I've got to ignore that at my peril. The word of God is the word of God. You know, I can't read part of the scripture and only draw from part of it. I have to read all of scripture and I have to set everything in the context of, of the narrative of, of the Bible. So if there is a methodology emerging, I, I will draw that back and set it in the context of scripture. doesn't mean I'll rubbish the faith or whatever's going on there, but I have to make sure that I'm not then trying to build something off of a methodology rather than a theology. 
And so we need to understand that all healing works because God chooses to bless it, not because the method is the answer. God is the answer. We need to get that. God is the answer. God heals. And most often he cho chooses to work that healing out through others, um, you, you know, you and I. Um, and so we need to understand that. So we have to look to Jesus. So, so, so in, in, in landing this, you know, what, what you're saying is like, you know, um, in all of this, you know, we have to look to Jesus. We need to look to him and we need to keep in step with his Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to his, his, his leading. This was Jesus' model to us. I only do what I see my father doing. He went where the spirit led. You, you, you know, it did everything. You know, he said this one comes out by prayer and fasting and then he cast it out. He didn't go off and have a prayer meeting and then fast, which must have meant he was already in a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. He didn't thought about that. You know, he said this one comes out by prayer and fasting, bang, and it goes. He must have been praying and fasting. So, so, so guys, you know, if, if we have a life that's hid in Christ, if we have a life that's hid in him, then, then, then you know, what we will do is we will find that actually we'll find ourselves in more and more situations where we're able to understand or hear what he's doing in a given situation because we'll be ready for it. I'm learning that it's not dependent on me. You know, it's not dependent on me at all. Sometimes I, I you know, I, I get a word of knowledge. Sometimes I get a pain in a part of my body. I've driven to meetings before. I start to get a pain in my wrist. Um, uh, you, you know, and it really, really hurts. Uh, and for, uh, I still, I still don't get it. Sometimes I go, oh, my wrist hurts, and I get this pain. I get this pain. Uh, and and uh, and and then finally I go, oh. God, maybe someone's got a pain in their wrist and then the pain goes, um, you know, and then again, I get to the meeting and I start to get this pain in the wrist and and, and then I share it. And, and I've seen situations where God's unlocked situations where I've been able to share the gospel, lead people to him. It's not always about that the wrist gets healed, but that it was a word of knowledge and I was obedient to him. But, but I felt the pain. That's just how it works for me sometimes. You know, I, I just have to respond to whatever is presented to me. We need to understand that God is God. He is the one who heals and he can use whatever method he chooses. Exodus 15, 26, you can look that up for yourselves. Um, you know, but we need to understand it's all about grace. We don't deserve it. Can I say one final thing and then, uh, and then I am done um, is, is just to say that, you know, God is glorified in our healing, but also God is glorified in our perseverance and coping through suffering and sickness. Some of the greatest testimonies I have heard uh, and I am witnessing at the moment are people who are walking through the fire and enduring. Philippians 3 verse 10, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Luke 22, Satan has asked me to sift, uh, asked to sift you like wheat. Um, uh, you know, so I pray that you endure. Um, you, you know, um, you know, Pam and I, when we find we're helping people and encouraging people in their walk, in their marriages, for instance, we don't do it because we're perfect. We've got a perfect marriage. We do it because we've been through challenges and difficulties, um, you know, ourselves, and so we're able to identify and to relate. You know, and the same applies to kids, teens, grief, sickness, etc. Not all suffer in the same way. But what we've got to learn to do is we've got to learn to rejoice in whatever God is doing. And we've got to live with that now and then not yet and understand that we can know peace and his grace in the midst of suffering. But we're always contending for more. And so I live with that. I am happy to say I will pray for my wife on a daily basis. But I will also rejoice in the fact that God considers me worthy um, you know, to share in his sufferings um, uh, you know, as we continue to go forwards with the gospel. So my prayer for you, be blessed. Um, you know, to, to, to grow in this, discuss this, open this out. Um, you, you know, please, if you've got any questions, anything else, I, I'm really happy to, to unpack it further. Hopefully I can be with you at some stage in the future. Pray for one another. 
pray for one another confidently you know reach 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 and pray um you know lay hands on before you grab the paracetamol bottle but don't be afraid to use paracetamol as well you know really it's not not about that but we ought to have faith in the healer and understand that you and i are conduits so i'm just going to pray father i just want to thank you so much for uh church in him herm bay uh, lord bless them grow them uh, lord may they continue to walk in your purposes may they continue to know uh you and your grace uh, upon them lord god i ask for many more testimonies of healing lord the many more testimonies of enduring uh through difficulties as well so praise you jesus may they glorify you in all that they say and all that they do amen god bless guys um i dropped an end sorry it, it, it's overrun slightly longer I, it may not have done because steve may have edited this by the time you get this uh but be blessed god bless bye, -bye. thank you so much carl that was just really really encouraging provocative helpful biblically grounded wise sensitive inspiring and so on and so forth thank you so much really appreciate it um i'm quite stirred to pray now basically um i think some good provocations in there as well some good challenges um to us as well um first of all can i just suggest a bit of a discussion time whoever you're with in your home or, or you might be on your phone with or, or give someone a bell um having seen that having listened to what carl has to share um talk a few things through um, feel free to press pause on the video for as long as you need talking through for example um what one thing really kind of jumped out at you um when you were listening to carl is there something that really captured your attention have a little chat about what that is and why. Just talk that through between you. Um, what kind of leaped out at you in particular? Um, a phrase he might have shared, something in the in the Bible passages he shared, something you've not come across before, whatever that might be. Talk about that for a bit. Press pause. Um, also, another good thing to talk about is um, Carl's provocation about there is an easy temptation sometimes for us to be seeking a story for ourselves rather than blessing for the recipient um a big temptation do are, are we after a big testimony that we can then tell our friends you never guess what happened when i prayed for someone rather than i just want this person to be blessed and to be healed um it's a temptation we are human talk that through how easily does that temptation come to you have you seen it in yourself what can we do to guard against it as well so have a little chat about that uh and then also if you've got kids in the room have a good chat with the kids about how um, God loves to use his people when it comes to praying for healing, regardless of age, whether you're four or 40. Uh, God doesn't care about age. He just loves to have uh, someone who's willing and able to uh, just just make themselves available for him to use. Um, yeah, have a chat with the kids. Um, encourage them to pray for healing. Encourage them to pray for others. Um, and then when it comes to uh, praying itself, let's just do it. Uh, whoever's in the room with you, whoever's on the phone with you, um, if one or one or both of you, one or all of you need um, or would like prayer for healing, ask for it. Um, let's just crack on and do it. There might be opportunities wherever you're at now, whoever you're um, sp spending time with right now to do so, then please just crack on. Um, but I'm sure you're also aware of other people across the church, in your neighborhood, in your families, um, people who would appreciate prayer when it comes to healing, when it comes to uh, sickness and injury and so on. Um, please press on with that as well. Uh, one more thing to pray about would be um, Holy Spirit opportunities. Carl was talking about being wholly available for Holy Spirit to use us. Um, let's pray for opportunities um, where we're very conscious and aware of Holy Spirit's nudges to offer praying for healing. 
um, particularly in this current climate. Things are going to change in the next few weeks and there may be possibly more opportunities to pray for such. And let's do that, whether it's in person, six feet away on a front doorstep or, <laughs> or, or whatever, it is, whatever it is, it might be over FaceTime. Uh, it might just be from a distance. But um, let's pray for more Holy Spirit um, availability on our behalf to be listening for his nudges and to do so. Let, let's pray for ourselves as people who have a mighty gift from God. Um, let's not squander it. Um, so praying to that too. Um, and then one more thing when it comes to um, just simple worship, seeking God's presence. I'm going to put below this video, you should see, hopefully by the time I've finished sorting out, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, uh, put some song suggestions on YouTube, some hyperlinks you can you can click on if, uh, if you find that helpful. If you haven't already, come up with some ideas yourself. Um, just to click on, sing along to the songs, seek God's presence, because that's ultimately what this all boils down to. Healing is a gift. Healing is a gift to the recipient. Healing is a gift to the person who prays. It's a gift of healing for us to pass on to others. Um, and ultimately, where do gifts come from? They come from the giver. And as Carl left us uh, with right at the very end, he's saying this is all about Jesus, isn't it? Let's make sure that we are looking to Jesus, looking um, to the one who gives us the gift, looking to the one who provides the power for healing in the first place, looking to the one who sent us Holy Spirit to lean on. Let's, as much as we love the gifts, uh, as much as we want to see um, more um, more healing in the church, more healing in our neighbourhood, more healing in our families, more healing in ourselves perhaps, um, ultimately let's not lose sight of the giver more than the gifts. So let's just seek his face. Um, let's seek his presence let's press into this let's see what God does during the week as well it's not just about now and uh, yeah I'm going to leave you with that I'm going to let you crack on as families as friends whoever, whoever you're with right now um, let's seek his face let's uh, seek healing for others and uh, let's see what God does and I'll be seeing or you'll be seeing I won't, might not be seeing much of you more during the week but you'll certainly see more of my face during the week there'll be some more videos coming out um, but in the meantime, we love you dearly. Uh, we, in some ways, we are gutted about what's going on. In other ways, we are really excited about what's going on. Uh, we just got to hand this over to God. Um, please keep praying for that. Keep, please keep praying for us. We are praying for you, and you'll be hearing from us during the week. Love you dearly. See you soon. Bye bye.